Welcome back. I'm Dad, and this is my son, and this is the Ice Wolves read-along, spoiler-free, kid-friendly podcast. This is episode number four. This week, we are summarizing and discussing chapters 12 through 15 of the Ice Wolves. But first, let's refresh your memory with a short review of the story in the previous episode. So in uh, episode three, we meet some new new characters. We meet Mateo, Jay, and Det, and Professor Inar. She's the combat teacher. Uh, Lizbeth mouthed off to Signet and got kicked off to the buddy room. And then later on, Lizbeth helped Anders learn how to read, and he's, she's helping him with the homework. And then we get inside Haynes' workshop, and that's a really cool place, and learn how the artifacts work. And uh, he tells the story of how the war started and all that stuff. Which, uh, which brings us to chapter 12. And that's where this episode starts, chapter chapter 12. So they start off going into uh, physical fitness with Professor Enner, Enner, and they ate too much. They're in lunch. <laughs> Pretty much. It was a nice chapter. They, uh... We found out that they, uh, the ice wolves are weaker in the sun and during warm weather, and it's hard for them to transform. We learned that in PE class. And they say that for dragons, it's the opposite. They like it warm, so if it's cold, you have trouble transforming. So Now, um, Anders and Lisbeth have a conversation in the library, and we learn one of the artifacts there. It's a picture frame. It can show a picture of someone and their setting in the world if you touch it to something that they own. And Anders wants to try this with something that he something of Raina's to try to find out where she's at. And Elizabeth asks about his life before and gets him to mention his favorite place in the world. It's above the tavern, you know, where they used to hang out with the cat. And then she asks if she if he knows Raina and wonders if they could meet and talk. And he's like, mm, nope, I don't know her. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, and then she, Elizabeth mentioned she gets free, we all get free to visit the city, and it's going to happen in about two weeks. And so he's excited about that because he's going to try to try, try to get out and adventure, right? And then um, I, I just want to make a comment. I think Elizabeth is super nice, and she's not trying to hurt Anders. But she's using him. She's using him to chase down her obsession with proving that the dragons aren't really that bad. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she's a, a bad person, but she's definitely using him. And that's pretty much all there was for Chapter 12, isn't it? Yeah. And then after that, skips forward two weeks to when they get to go out. And then... He tries to get to go alone, but you have to go out in groups of four. Yeah, he just forgot all about that, didn't he? One thing, I, I right before they went out, I thought it was a really cool part. <clears throat> he walks up to Victoria before they go out, and she's crying in her bedroom, and her family wants her to return a family heirloom. It's a fancy fan, like a hand fan that, that she likes, and it's from her grandmother. And her family's like, you need to give that back because it's it should stay with the family. 
and she feels like they are cutting her off. And Andrew says, having new friends, having a new family doesn't mean you give up the old one. Just because you're adding something to who you are doesn't mean you have to give up who you used to be. And I kind of like that. Yeah. All right, sorry to, sorry to take you off track there. So then, for some reason, Victoria likes going to the apothecary to watch the stuff being made. Medicines. The medicines and herbs and stuff? Mm-hmm. I thought that was weird. She was really into that, yeah. wasn't she? But they go. And then she comes out. So it must be important. We're still in chapter 13. Um, I thought it was, there was an interesting part where Anders mentions that sometimes sometimes you do good deeds and you never deserve anything. Sometimes you do hard work and you don't get anything for it. He was, you know, when he was a, an orphan, he would work all day and sometimes he wouldn't even get a meal. I can't remember what, why he said that. Why was he thinking that? Uh, they were at the candy shop, and Elizabeth was like, man, we earned this. Oh, yeah. He's like, there's no such thing as earned. <laughs> sometimes you win, sometimes you don't. Sakurai wanted to go look at pencils at the, I guess, supply shop or something. And then Anders hatched a plan to escape. Got a quote quote headache. Oh yeah, because he's what he runs. He sees a stranger, right? Who has a, a hairpin that looks a lot like Raina's hairpin. Yeah. And what does she do when she bumps into him? She picks his pocket. Remember that? No. She holds up a coin. She's like ha ha, and she's standing at a distance. Part. Uh, he thinks this lady's a dragon, so he fakes a headache, and Elizabeth finds a group of four people who are heading back and switches Anders out with one of them. And then Anders plans to slip away right when they get to the gate, but just as he tries, just as they get to the gate, an alarm goes off, and, and then chapter 14. Mm -hmm. It's a cliffhanger chapter. So what happens? So then, uh... The alarm went off, there was a dragon fire, and the people he was with were on the ready list, so they had to go, and he went with them. You know, he's too young. Mm -hmm. And he got there, felt useless, because he couldn't use a nice spear, and then he saw some of the street urchins up on the roof where they like to sleep and they couldn't get down because the some boxes were burned in the fire so they couldn't get down. It was Jero and, yeah. and his family. So then uh, he manages to get a ladder from This guy who's walking around the ladder, right? He was trying to 
get a ladder up to the a window where some people were. And he was shoving two around at the window and Anders made him give up one of the ladders so he could use it. Yeah, I thought that was really a good thing for his character because, you know, he's always kind of just do as he's told. And, he, you know, the old Anders from like chapter one and two was just kind of a, a follower. And he's, he basically says, you know, I'm a, I look like a wolf guard to these people, so I'm going to act like a wolf guard and I'm going to boss them around and use this authority for good. And he, uh, he was very uh, bossy with this guy, this adult. And he said, uh, I need you to take this ladder and save these people, and he did. That was that was character development there, buddy. And then he uh, lets Jero and his family down, and then they realize it's Anders and give him a hug, and they pick po one of them, pocket him. One of them picks their pocket, yeah. his pocket. But he didn't mind because he got the money from from the town, any, from the uh, school anyway, and they probably need it more than he does. Mm -hmm. He was just happy to save them. So, yeah, the wolves finish up putting up the fire, and Anders hates the dragons now, and they all head home. And he notices uh, Professor Ingner and Signet exchange a look, and he thinks they know something, like how to locate dragons or direct helm or something. He's not sure. That's the end of chapter 15, 14. Now we're ready for chapter 15. So Anders gives up and he says, I asked Elizabeth for help. He says he's worried about Jero and he wants to know where he is and if he's safe. So he asked her to help steal or borrow the metal locator frame. Remember that part? In chapter 15? So then yeah. they go looking for that. And they get to the library, and what do they find? They find it's missing with a note saying it's in Han's office. So great. And she's like, well, I guess we could learn how to pick, pock, uh, pick a lock on a door, maybe. He's like, I got I, this. Yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to pick the door lock, and then what happens? And... Uh, Hand comes around the corner with talking to, like, what was it? J? J-E-I? Is how it spelled? Yeah, J. And then... He signals her. Yeah, he does the... He's taught him all that street yeah. urgent signal, uh, something with the thumb and the mm -hmm. finger. And so she knows he needs help, so she causes a distraction and just starts... She says, I need to show you something. And yeah, takes him away. Ended up showing the greatest inventor in all of the place her mar her friend's marble collection. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> so then they get in, mm -hmm. and they find the frame, and it doesn't work. But right next to it, Elizabeth notices that Haynes really been working hard. He's got all these big old dusty books out. And uh, one of them says, uh, the solstice and equinox make a boost of the essence for weak artifacts. So if you've got a weak artifact, you might get a boost twice a year. You might start working again. So Haynes trying to figure out how to get the locator artifacts to work again. 
and he's got pictures of Filker's chalice out. And Elizabeth's super excited about that. And so is Anders, but he keeps it kind of secret. In the second part of chapter 15, three days later, <laughs> Anders is sitting there at dinner, right? Mm -hmm. And he's been watching. He's just been watching Hain. And he sees Hain sitting with Signet and Professor Enar. And they're sitting at dinner, and all three get up. So what's he decide to do? It's a bathroom. Mm-hmm. So he figures they're going back to Signet's study to talk, right? And he mm -hmm. wants to spy on them. So he goes off to try to beat him to the office and rings the big bell to so, get them to detour. So all the bells go off, right? Yeah, all the bells go off. And then he goes to their office hides behind the couch, and they come in. And the first thing Signet says is, I thought I locked that. Mm-hmm. And then... Payne thought the fire was strange. He says, no dragons were seen flying away, and it should have been more than one dragon based on how big the fire was. And Sigurd says, it was dark. I think someone used dragon fire personally. I think somebody used an artifact with dragon fire. This is my theory. Like, somebody made it look like the dragons lit the fire, but maybe they weren't there. That's my theory. It's not. We'll see what happens. So Hain mentions that it sure is convenient that the town folk stopped complaining about the wolf guard patrols right after that dragon fire. Mm -hmm. And uh, Anders looks out from under, looks under the couch he's... And the cross sees Elizabeth hiding in there too. She's looking right at him. She was the one that she must have learned how to pick the lock from watching Anders. Mm-hmm. And that's how it ends. Another yeah. cliffhanger. End of chapter. So man, there's a lot, lot that happened there. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about what's going to happen next. Now you've read this book before. I don't want any spoilers, but you say it starts getting good right now. Starts being good after, uh, yeah, after a while here. I think it's already pretty good, so I'm excited. Um, any any thoughts? Any closing thoughts on there for you, Mister? Anything else you wanted to talk about? No. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well. That concludes chapter 15 and episode 4. Join us next time for chapters 16 through 19. So please read up to chapter 19 before you listen. Thank you for listening. And please give us a like and lots of comments. And also sub subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to the channel. And uh, what else? Um, okay, bye. Bye. Bye.